and we're, we're recording. Oh, we're recording. Episode five. Here we go. Tweet boys. us, everyone. Alrighty. We're on. I'm Daniel. <laughs> My name's Jack, everyone. And how are you, Jack? I'm uh, not too bad, not too bad at all. How are you? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Just like getting ready for the uh, better weather to come in, to be honest. Uh, I mean, yes. this spring is Alrighty. really pissing me off. Uh, we'll I just thought there. we'd uh, start up with um, explaining probably that we're a bit more organised now. We are. We've actually uh, got things to say, run sheets, things, uh, how to say it, where to say it, and who to say it to. It's only taken us two months. <laughs> yeah. Than ever. <clears throat> so, um, we actually know what we're doing. Um, we're starting a little thing where we're going to be, um, whilst we're recording the podcast, we're going to be drinking something South Australian or Adelaidean. Um, and we thought, um, through sheer convenience, because I had two of these still at my house. Supplied by me. We're going to be, um... Actually supplied by John Lyon. <laughs> John Lyce supplies a lot of gear to this show. Um, Thanks, John. Uh, we're drinking Cooper's Pale, original Pale. We like really that. simple. Um, we're going to hopefully down one of these by the end of the podcast. Oh, I will and truly. Um, I mean, we've only got one. I mean, I could probably drink more. Sure. <laughs> um, and then we're going to just uh, have a bit of a... You've probably all drank it before. A bit of a one or two uh, Cooper's uh, factoids or like reviews uh, at the end. And the good podcast. to start with the classic, I feel. I reckon that too. It's such I... a South Australian mm. classic. Like, when you think SA, how many people go, oh, SA, if I could thank, you know, two, one or two things for SA, Farmers Union Ice Coffee <laughs> and Cooper's oh, Pale Ale. Possibly Tinnies? Could we Possibly Tinnies. <laughs> I mean, the West End Brewery. Can we talk about the fact that they completely renovated that? And there's like... I haven't that, seen it. It's, this, it's the main, like, brewing boiler is now encapsulated in this, like, glass structure and it's got fancy gold piping. Some weird Charlie and the Chocolate Factory shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's like you get a golden ticket and you can go in. (laughs) (laughs) I like Uh, how we started off with a classic Daniel Daniel Ice laughing at his own jokes. Um, So, Jack, where were you for the storm? Ah, yes, we may as well have a bit of storm chat. Um, If you don't know... um, We've had a really bad storm. (laughs) Um, we like to get close to the microphone when we're being matter-of-fact. Um, yes, I was actually at work. Um, anyone who off. is on Facebook Live or saw us on Facebook Live and tweet us, um, can you just, like, do a fact-check as to whether Adelaide had a storm last yes. week, please? Like, because, like, we might need a fact it's hard to know. One. Like, it was so dark, you couldn't tell if we had yeah. a blackout or not. One <laughs> of my favourite tweets was, did someone just unplug Adelaide? I thought that was pretty classic. Uh, well, I was, so where were you? I was actually at work. Um, up in Norlunga at Dan Murphy's. Mm. Um, but uh, we, we were actually kind of joking about it because it's happened there before where yeah. the, um, power's gone out. Um, we got a backup generator, so we actually stayed open for the next four and a half hours. <laughs> so um, how, when the power switched off, how long until the backup generator kicked in? Straight away. Oh, no so that worries. was pretty good. Was but, it kind of just like a trip? Yeah. Right. Um, but it only powered like three emergency lights. And this is before daylight savings, so it was like 4pm. It was getting dark. Classic. Um and it was already bad weather, so it was pretty dark. But, like, it powered the emergency lights and the registers. Yeah. So not, not the fridges, not anything else. Pardon me. Wow. Um, not the fridges, not anything else. So we had to, like, there was four or five of us on staff. We had to show around people with torches. Like, we only had <laughs> one good torch. And, like, the we weren't allowed people let people in the cool room. And people were, like, running in and saying, you still open. But, like... We actually did alright. Like, it was sold quite a few because everyone was like, there's nothing to do, we may as well get pissed. Except drink. And so, I think, I was at 
I've been doing a bit of volunteer work for Radio Adelaide recently for a show called The Wire. It's a national current affairs show. That's not a brag. (laughs) That is highbrow. And so I packaged together on Wednesday a story about the weather event in Adelaide. So Ah. I interviewed a man from the Bureau of Meteorology. Ah, the bomb. And then I spoke to Dr. William Steffen, who is a climate expert at ANU. Also has two first names. (laughs) (laughs) And then I put this like cool story together, edited it. And then we were getting ready to go down to the studio uh, to air at 4.30, 10 to 3, boom, power's out. Fresh, because we share the building with Fresh at Radio Adelaide. Everything was just out, mm. black. So we opened a couple of Coopers <laughs> and we just sat in the conference room drinking. I wish we could have got pissed. We were in a shop full of alcohol. I did I buy I did buy two bottles of Riesling, unfortunately not from Adelaide, um, and a bag of ice um, to tide me over when I got home. But turns out... Frozen water ice, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that's even funny. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, I just thought you didn't know what ice was for a bit. <laughs> that's like, you know, the like The solid. cold stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, Dad actually drank one of those bottles of Riesling by himself, so I wasn't very happy about that. Thanks, Tone. Thanks, piss and moan, Tone. Uh, so, this week... I went to... This is Oh, no, t- wait. I've got more important facts about the storm. So right. I just want to have a little bit of a rant. Um, and I'd like to point out that the facts that I'm going to read out are from a left-wing publication. Okay, so Daniel, Daniel, uh, just to give you a bit of a backstory on this, Daniel was pretty miffed uh, to, uh, <laughs> to um, the political backlash that the uh, storm uh, got. Like, uh, everyone's saying it was uh, because of renewables, bloody... Um, our, I can't even remember our... Uh, I was about to say Vice Prime Minister, <laughs> Deputy <laughs> Prime Minister's name. Uh, um, I couldn't even... That's not Julie Bishop, is it? No, she's Foreign Affairs Minister. It's I yeah. can see him. He's the Nationals leader. Um, Barnaby Joyce. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, he was Have like... Have you seen his face recently? Yeah, no, that's how I remember him. Um, <laughs> um, but, like, even Nick Xenophon had a stab in, like, I don't usually have too much against Nick Xenophon. But So I've got a pretty good quote here from the Saturday paper, and it says, In the vein of Winston Churchill's advice that political leaders should never let a good crisis go to waste, the federal government was taking the opportunity, even before the state had begun mopping up to, to drive home its message that renewables are not yet reliable enough to become a primary source of energy. So I just want to say that lots of these papers are reporting that it wasn't actually the source of the electricity that caused the the surge it was the the surge caused like the surge through the interconnectors so you know a lot of our power comes from victoria, victoria yeah and so to protect consumers from what would have been a massive jolt the system shut down so it was the the distributor of the electricity not the actual sources mm. anyway so that's one thing but then um it was giving some facts about uh, renewable energy in australia mm-hmm. and we are second highest did you know that 41 oh, percent Brilliant. Like, yeah. SA's electricity is renewable. We're, we're like currently like up there with world leaders in like renewable energy. Yeah, and, like, you know, the, and our target is 50% by 2025. So we've only got a further 9% to go. Oh, whereas the other states like Victoria with 12%, Queensland with 4.5%. Queensland? Anyone feel free to fact check this on me, but I'm reading it from the paper. So I'd like to think that it's pretty <laughs> Can accurate. Can I just uh, interject and say Queensland is one of the most backward states in the world? Go on. That's okay. <laughs> That's for Tweet an... us if you disagree about uh, that, listeners. <laughs> Uninspiring Queensland if you have a podcast. 
<laughs> okay, Hit so what I did in Adelaide this week. So on Friday night, Jack, mm. it was the spoken word essay um, poetry slam state final. Oh, that sounds techers. What so that was at poetry slam. <laughs> it was at the Goodwood Institute on Friday oh, night. I love that place. Um, and so it was the state final. So there'd been five heats. Why didn't you go to the heat? You sound like just well, compar- to really honest, uncommitted. To be honest, it was actually like through a few friends that I found out that this had happened and then I'd, the heats had been and gone before I even realised. This is, a, this is a bit of a hark back to one of our old um, kind of forgotten um, segments. segments of what did you do that was highbrow this week. And I think going to a slam poetry final is I as much highbrow, highbrow. Is, is what pretentious things did you do this week. But I don't mind because I'm actually excited to hear about it, to be honest. <laughs> What's more pretentious is that I went to the Exeter afterwards and with my friends drank a bottle of Rockford's Alicante Boucher Rosé. <laughs> Daniels really loves talking about Rockford's Alicante, Alicante Boucher, Boucher in Rosé. In <laughs> I spilt my Alicante Boucher on the duvet. Did you pop it in the melee? No. Hello. Hello. (laughs) That one's for you, Emma Hogan. Um, So, okay, getting back to the poetry slam. Sorry. So, there's been five heats and each one had uh, two winners because there were ten people in the state final. One Mm -hmm. of them were a father and son dressed exactly the same. I can't Um, tell if that's cute or pretty. Yeah, I couldn't either, to be honest. So... There was, it was just, it was really cool. I mean, one of the funniest things was it started at 7.30, right? That's pretty bloody funny. No, let me finish! (laughs) So, so we were in there, like, they opened the doors at, like, 20 past 7. And then just no one, it was full, but there was no one in the seats. And we were like, how is this going to start? We're looking at our watches. It was quarter to eight, and then it was eight. And then someone finally came on the stage and said, oh, look, we're just waiting, um for a few extra people to arrive before we start. So they literally started the show 45 minutes late because people were, quote, having trouble finding parks in Goodwood. Nevertheless, we were just sitting there talking. It is pretty hard. Granted, it is pretty hard to find a park in Goodwood. Yeah, especially when, like, you know, I don't know... The Goodwood Institute would take close to 150, maybe. Possibly so, you more. Know, that's, Possibly more. Yeah. you real cramming. Parking's bad at Goodwood at the best of times. Mm. Um, but what was really cool that was that there was, in the 10 people that performed, there was such a wide range of, like, just different people. I want to use the term people who come from different walks of life, but I feel like that's quite <laughs> even too general. Um, it was a very diverse crowd. It was a I very heard. diverse crowd, and it was so lovely to see the sense of community and because I don't go to a lot of um, these Mm. or I hadn't been to the heats I kind of came in feeling like I felt like a bit of an outsider but you know all the people were so welcoming yeah and so the rules of a poetry slam uh, what are they Daniel I've never been to one so So it it can be spoke it has to be spoken word you can howl you can scream you can cry but you only have two minutes can you sing no I don't That's... know. <laughs> Chat, please, someone. <laughs> well, I wish we were still live. Then we'd be able to know, wouldn't we? Anyway, um, so yeah, two minutes. And you, for, you know, every time you've got 30 seconds or whatever, you go over the two minutes, you get points deducted or whatever. You get kicked and in the face. So then a bell rings at one minute 50. So, you know, you have 10 seconds. Oh, to, yes. Uh, the old uh, red time. Your piece. Your five minute warning. And then everyone's like, turn! No, <laughs> no. Um, the mic just peaked major then. So that's going to be fun. So, yeah, uh, thank you for the post. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, rules of the rules of, rules the, of the game. Rules of the game. Yeah. So it gets to one minute 50. So then the judges. Okay. The judges. The judges How many are, judges are there? There were five selected at random, though. So, to do this... Could you have been a judge? I could have been a judge because they selected them by throwing chocolate bars into the audience. I would have been a bloody judge because I love chocolate. (laughs) And you love catching. (laughs) 
That sound. Not a euphemism, kids. <laughs> no, no, I don't. No, I do. No, yeah. I love chocolate. I love ketchup. Yeah. I would have judged the hell out of that you slam poetry you contest. Caught, caught a chocolate bar. <laughs> uh, so that's Did how I just they say that I catched a chocolate bar? <laughs> I don't know. Potentially. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I just like the sound on. of my own voice. I'm not really listening <laughs> to you. Um, go on. Yeah, so... And then each judge gives a score out of 10. Okay, so um, it's the old out of 10 system. Yeah, and yeah, so the, the 10 poets did their thing, and then um, the judges scored as we went. And there was a fantastic one that this girl did on... It was the, it was on Penis Envy. And she oh, delivered it. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we oh. need to talk to this girl. <laughs> but it was really interesting to see that when when the scores were announced, I was just kind of like, oh, like that was a bit harsh. And then like I thought other people scored better. But the thing that I found was lots of people, their poem was fantastic. And for example, this one lady did a fantastic one on feminism, but she read it out of a handbook, which you're allowed to do. I mean, you can either do it off page or so you can have a The handbook. performance counts. Absolutely. So the delivery... You, we realise, plays such a huge role because, you oh, know, she can have like poetry. a fantastic poet... Poem, sorry, and then you know, poor delivery, and then other poems that you know can directly compare to that poem, maybe not as good, but fantastic delivery. It's always so you know, the girl who got the loudest cheer didn't win, which you know, that sounds really basic when you say it like You're, that. Yeah, but it, I get it, mm. it's annoying, but you know what? I mean, it slam poetry, I mean, it's got to have something else to it, so I, I figure, I figure. It wouldn't. It would have just been a poetry contest if it was just. You can for sure. It, so and like, this other extra element to it, and the fact that you have a short amount of time, and you know it was a final, so it was the best of the best, and they all knew what they were in for. So the two winners, Alison Bennett, came first, and Jason Marsilia, I think that's how you pronounce it, if you're listening, um, came second. He was the runner-up. So Alison won five hundred dollars, and oh, she yeah. gets to go to Sydney. She gets um, to go to Noosa. <laughs> business off, class off the, um and so she's off the beaten track <laughs> just want to go show my bush you know off the beaten track where are you going no having a conversation with myself here. anyway so allison gets to go to sydney as does jason and they both get to contribute to the nationals which is really really Aww, cool well that's nice but one of the most touching parts of the night was that you actually when allison you when Alison was announced as the winner, which I have to say, I wasn't myself expecting. Jason was uh, announced as the runner-up and everyone was like, girl in the yellow skirt, girl in the yellow skirt, which was the girl who did the poem on Penis Envy. Everyone was like, she's going to win. She's got the biggest cheer. She got and the Alison... penis. <laughs> <laughs> and then Alison Bennett won and you, the look on her face, you could tell how much it meant to her and she was so emotional. So that was really, really oh, cool well, to see. It means something to her. So I mean... it was a really, really cool thing to see and Adelaide has some seriously yeah, talented Yeah, I poets. mean... As we say every podcast, the one serious message we'll put out is support local art. Do it, everyone. Like, support local art. And continuing on our local theme, yes. I came across a couple of weeks ago, actually, a article on ABC Online. And it was a really great, um, <clears throat> really great um, inside article onto a lot of the plans that... Um, they, that I guess the people, the civil engineers and stuff, people, yeah, the the people in power, the, yeah. that they, a lot of plans they had for Adelaide that kind of never happened. And it was like, I, I thought it was perfect for the podcast, like straight Did away. Did you come across this like via lots of clickbait on, on the line? It was, <laughs> it was on the line. I was on the Facebook and um, it, yeah, well, I think, I don't know if it was sponsored Someone or shared not. it or something like I, that. I don't know. It, it came right. up on my newsfeed. Who... I don't care how yeah. it was there. It's anyway. cool. Like it was actually a um, Unisa architecture 
um, museum exposition. Exposition. Exhibition. I'd just like to pause you there. Michaela J. Harris at Uninspiring Adelaide. Get lit for me, fam. We are oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, I, I'm, I'm all for interrupting my um, Adelaide stories with getting lit tweets. So um, we will get lit for you, fam. Thanks, Michaela. Um, Thanks, Michaela. Cheers. Um, sorry, go on. Anyway, go, go on. Go on, me. Um, um. Anyway. So, yeah, like, I printed this out, slash Daniel printed this out. Actually, no, we printed we it out printed here. We printed it here. Yeah. <laughs> we printed it here last week. Um, I've got my there own are, There are a few ones account. that I want to talk... I don't want to talk about them all, because they're not all interesting. Like, there is the main one that I want to talk about. It, I don't think Daniel will think it's the most interesting one, but I have said it already today. There was supposed to be a subway under King William Street. That's um, really cool. They planned it in 1968, and it was supposed to have, like, three underground train stations, like, that... I think from the re- like from what I'm reading, it was so, just under Huntley Street and no other streets, ah, which is weird. You think if it was going along King William, it'd be logical to have a stop, say at you know South Terrace, oh, Victoria King, Square, yeah. and then close to North Terrace. Yeah, so okay. Like so rabbit- it says the subway would have included three underground rabbit train stations, including this one, and it just shows a picture at Huntley Street. Huh. So it was supposed to. You're supposed to come up from the underground and go like go up to Rundle Mall. Ah, okay. Um, which would have been pretty cool. That would have um, been cool. It was spo- like, um, large protests actually. Oh, sure really? That That's one what I said. Yeah, that one didn't ah. happen. Um, they would have had to dig up in the entirety of. As King if the Lee state Street. government had the money for this back in the day. Well, they probably didn't. That was probably another that was reason. probably why. You but know, like, contributing yeah, it says though. they would have had to dig up the entirety of King William Street from North Terrace to South Terrace to do it. So that's a bit screwed up. Um, there was another different design for Victoria Square, even though that looks really pretty nowadays. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm really happy with it. I'm not um, going to lie. The town hall was supposed to be a massive 18-story building, um, 200 feet tall, but it was dropped because it was actually... This was in 1929 they proposed this. It would have cost £400,000. And that's enough, That's a lot in today's in money. Today's any money. Any, anyway, sorry, any money. Anyway, but like in 1929, that's like... That's a, a lot of that's money. Probably, I don't know, 50 million, something like that? I couldn't... I Fact know. check, please. Fact check. Um, How much is 4,000... 4, 400,000 pounds number. in 1929. Um, there was supposed to be an imperial building in Adelaide in the 1910s. There was supposed to be a centenary memorial in the city. But the one I want to talk about... And the most your favourite? My favourite is actually... Because everyone knows that there's actually a ring of parklands around the city, which I reckon is really cool. Um, is that but... unique to Adelaide? I don't, I don't know. If you look at other city plans, such as, well, obviously Sydney has a harbour, but Melbourne, Melbourne, doesn't, Melbourne doesn't have that. Perth but... doesn't as much. Mm. Um, uh, I but, think that's a pretty unique... But yeah, there was supposed to be... Oh, pardon me. Um, there was supposed to be another ring of parklands outside the like the inner suburbs. Okay. So like it says... It... It actually, and yeah, the article says it's it a sensible and wise idea. It was supposed what to kind go of suburbs it would run through. No, no, it was supposed to go like um, out all the way out to Outer Harbour. So like Outer Harbour, um, Marino, and like oh, right around. Out. Like, there's a picture of it here. I reckon we should put it up on Twitter. or we something. We will. We will tweet and Facebook um, this for you. But like, so it's like the length of the Seaford line if it yeah, goes to no, Marino. Well, yeah, it's like oh, <laughs> half half the length of the Seaford line. Yeah, that's crazy. But like. It's supposed to go all the way out to like, um, it goes to like where the Southeast Expressway starts up in the, um, um, like the just past of... like Cross Road, and yep. like at the end of Cross Road. Yep. And I don't know why, but I feel like that would have been really cool. Or even just, just to look at it on GPS. It means <laughs> that there's probably be a lot less houses now. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, but yeah. it was, um, 
there was the guy who designed it also envisioned a coastal park between Marino and Outer Harbour. So like, it goes all the way through. Yeah. But like, apparently that's being realised. It says he also envisioned a coastal park between Marino and Outer Harbour. Outer Harbour, something that is finally being realised today, and I haven't really read into that, but maybe I don't know what that is happening. I don't know. Potentially. But the um. This ran this exhibition. I feel like ran. if you look at the size of that park of those parklands, though, if you were to do that, that's today, huge. You'd yeah. have to demolish some houses, and that was not going to happen. Yeah, no, you wouldn't have probably demolished too many houses from the looks of this map because this was mm. in um, back in the day before all the development occurred. No this doubt. was nineteen nineteen. Mm. This was um, so there wasn't too many houses, especially like west, yeah. like um, uh, what's there, like down like Henley area. Um, there wasn't too much housing down there from the looks of this map. But that that exhibition, we were really disappointed to find out, um, ran at UniSA well, City West. Spain. Whilst you were in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> um, and actually, whilst, Legit, I was, whilst I was working at UniSA City West Campus mm. at the West Bar, and you, you were this was last year, and I was unaware. It was at the building next to me whilst I was working. Cool. So around November... If the organisers are listening... October, November like last a, year. Like so see a remount of this <laughs> exhibition, please. So, like... There we we missed that by a bit. This podcast was not even conceived. It wasn't even That's a twinkle right. in Daniel's eye then. Um, Thank goodness for the web. Um, but I think that was a really interesting we'll thing to talk up, about. We'll Adelaide up, absolutely, and we'll upload some pics so mm. you can see it. All right, Jack. Everyone, um, I think we're having just wait. I think. Actually, no, don't just wait. I think that is the end of our Adelaide chat that's, that's taken it. up, hopefully, because we have uh, had some um, constructive criticism that we are kind of not talking as much about Adelaide yeah, as we, we should. we went a bit off track. And um, I think we, with this new layout, we've got a specific place to talk about just Adelaide stuff that is the bulk of our podcast. For so sure. Hopefully, we've done everyone proud there. And now, Daniel, what have you got for me? And I'd like to add to that by saying if there's any aspect of Adelaide, Adelaide culture, if you know somebody who's up-and-coming artist or mm, wants... Just- if you want to get anyone who's just up and coming, we're just very, we're very, we're very keen to have a t- chat with you when you can, when you yeah. can speak. Uh, so get in touch with us. Okay, Jack, we're ha- we're switching it up this week, everyone, and I am going. Jack is going this to is, finish the meme. I thought this was. A I'm dead, over it. I am so over. I it. thought this was a dead segment. To be honest, I was happy to see it go. But I got d- a, I got a tweet saying like your friend is very optimistic about the guess the meme section because I am so bad at it. <laughs> like how many chances was I going to get? Do you know what's so uh, disappointing? Do you know what's pretty uninspiring, Elfie? What's that? I didn't see that tweet because I haven't logged into the Twitter for a while. Ah, uh, well, it was a message, but I used tweet. <laughs> <laughs> it was on Twitter. Oh, anyway. was it? I am. No, not an IM, a DM. A DM. Who a says IM? That's very 2005. Very true, very true. For you uncultured swine. I am Instagram message? I don't know, but it's still a no, DM. It's it, still a it's DM. Insta message. Okay, Jack, are you ready for guess the meme? All right, cool. Hang on. No. All right. I Just <laughs> give me a bit of... What's the wager here? Supremacy of the meme knowledge, I meme, guess. Let's meme go with king. that. <laughs> meme king. There is a great that I... Oh, man, I wish there was some kind of visual way to put this across. But there's a great um, thing on... There was, like, a guy who designed or, like, run a meme page on Facebook who went on Sunrise, and his little, like, thing was, like, I don't know what his name was. It was, like, John Smith, Meme King. <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've ever bloody seen. Like, honestly, like, LinkedIn profile. Like, if you could have that, what more could you want? Oh, man. For the professional shelties. Like, if you anyway. upload information to your brain, like, everything on knowyourmeme.com. Oh, man. I wish I but was... But I in... just want to say that meme knowledge, while we're on the topic, hmm. is actually because we live in the information age and you think about, you look at meme trends, like imagine if you were to, in 10 years, say, go back and look at 
perhaps create an anthology of all the memes. It's such a fast-paced mm. move. And then you've got your niche memes, and so many of them will just get I can lost. genuinely, like, they'll study this shit. Like, I've, I believe that, too. I've, yeah. I've, I believe, like, there are... There I feel were, like it's a cultural trend. It is. There's, there was only... There's, like, two things that I'm sure will be studied in English classes in 100 years. I know what... You're going to say memes, and then can I say Memes and... Shiloh Shiloh saying, just do it! Not even him just doing that, but, like... People will study that man. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting and off topic. I can talk about Shia that Shia LaBeouf video. Do you reckon they'll <laughs> or, do that no, one? No, when Shia LaBeouf live-streamed himself watching his own movies. Like, that is just brilliant. Including you, Transformers? Yeah, all of his movies. Like, that's just... How good is that's the, art. How good is the first Transformers? Oh, uh, I can't remember. <laughs> it had Air Force One in it. I thought that was... Daniel cool. just, <laughs> just in it for the it plane lo- No, I had lots of cool planes in it. Anyway... With Daniel, that stop said, getting a throbbing one we're gonna, for planes. We're gonna, we're gonna do that. Alright, cool. So, are you playing meme. me the start of one I'm meme? Playing, like, I need a bit more, like... I'm playing up. you the start of one meme. And then I you have to one finish meme. Alright, cool. Okay. Don't did screw you just this. do Drake? Yeah, I did. Thank you. <laughs> Alright, I'm just I work under Mr. The, Kim's. It's hard not to have Drake in my head all the time. Okay, are we ready? Ready? No, I'm not. Okay, is your sound on on your computer? The sound is on. We are good to go. Ready? And make sure you pause it properly. Yeah, I will. I will. Okay. I can, I can, ah! I can fuck your bitch. Yeah! <laughs> yes! Yes! I got it. It was the wrecked version. Oh my god! I can't believe I got that. That had me for a second. I know. It's actually really hard, isn't it, Jack? <laughs> hey, but guess who got it? Guess who's hundred percent for guess the memes? You. This guy, Daniel, just pointed at me, boy, dab, dabbing hardcore here <laughs> and. In the podcast time, I'm, I'm so hyped so for that. Of you. Cheers. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Oh, man. You don't know how happy that means. <laughs> <laughs> You've probably been stressing about it for so long. Let's look, I'm, look, there's been a lot of talk up on about how I'm supposed to know all the memes mm. and stuff. And when, when, I'm once, only one person. I know, like... But seriously, get your shit together, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... Oh, wow. The wrap-up... Um, How's your hang on, how, how far are we going? How we got time-wise? We're doing, we are so good. No, we're, wait, no. We've got five minutes. we got five minutes. All right. Um, the wrap-up? Hang on, wait. You've got a... Um, are you sure you don't want to talk about a few things here, Daniel, that you've written down on our run sheet? <laughs> ah, all right. Well, so, recently in the mail, I got the other day, and that is the State Theatre Company. This is a bit of a teaser for what we're probably going to be talking about next week. 2017 um, State Theatre Company program, and there's some fantastic plays in it. We've got Macbeth, we've got 1984, but we've also got... Really? really... 1984? Yeah, yeah, that's coming not like later in the year. And Romeo and Juliet is coming as well. Anyway, so we've got... Mr. Burns, a post-electric play. That makes me so horny. Like, just those words. I'm just going to read an excerpt of the synopsis. Synopsis? Synopsis. Thank you. (laughs) I always struggle with that one. (laughs) In a a post... uh, (laughs) Are you sure? Yeah. Daniel can't even read. (laughs) Oh, no, this is so good. It goes, Dole! A dazzling new American comedy of the future. A post-apocalyptic America. A world without power. Hashtag Adelaide. Which of our modern myths and <laughs> legends <wasn't... laughs> will survive to be handed down through the generations? Do you even need to ask? It's The Simpsons. Uh, I think that is going that's to be actually going to be pretty fantastic. exciting. Jack I also and I are definitely going to be going to that. Well, okay, sure. No, yeah, we will. Yeah, um, um, I'd also right. like to just point out that I play social volleyball on Tuesday nights, and uh, we won two games tonight. Congratulations! So, so uh, get erect to the other teams that we played. <laughs> um, shout out to Quedos and the boys. <laughs> um, uh, did you at any point dive to save the ball? I did. Yeah, 
love it. Yeah, and Daniel's just trying here, to join in on sports chat. <laughs> sports. <laughs> and when Jack got here, I would like to say that he said to me, I played beach volleyball and then I had a shower and then I got out of the shower, realised I was still covered in sand and had a second shower. <laughs> so, uh, for what no wonder take... we're in a bloody drought. <laughs> I'd like to... We're not in a drought anymore. True. <laughs> Remember when we were in a drought and like we couldn't even have water balloon fights? Yeah. And you were held... Because that's when we were like But everyone 10. still had them. Look, all I wanted to do the was run slide. through the bloody sprinkler. Yeah. Have Which is few... what Jack and I had to do because we were deprived of having swimming pools. Oh. Look, it's yeah. fine. Anyway, we don't end on a depressing note because it was just funny. Um, how are you finding your Cooper's Pale? Let's, I'm uh... loving my Cooper's Pale, Jack. You know, they always go down super well, but look, you know, more so in summer, but I'm just... Yeah, I'm, I mean, today. look, it's not my... It's not my regular beer of choice. It's probably my South Australian beer of choice. Um, I would say so. But it, you know... It goes it's down a, well. It's a good go-to. It's a good. You're never like, going to be disappointed. Yeah, I mean, I do know a few people out there that don't like that swear against anything Coopers. That's like, interesting. I know. I'm more of a sparkling Cooper sparkling man. Yeah. Um, but maybe that's something for another podcast. If you have anything you would like us to drink, that's from Adelaide. Let us know on the Twitters, on the Facebooks, on the on our page. Yeah, we've we got Facebook got now. We've got <laughs> Twitter on the page, but we haven't got one. So yeah, hit us up and don't forget you can follow us on SoundCloud or you can subscribe oh, yeah. on iTunes yep. to get search, a podcast. Uninspiring uh, Adelaide on uh, iTunes and you'll find us. Search um, we're, the link to our um, Daniel Please Stop Dabbing. And both Jack <laughs> and I were on Snapchat. We're on Twitter. We're on, we're on Instagram. Instagram. I've probably, I've got a We're just LinkedIn. moguls for the social we're media. probably got a Pinterest, like got a Pixo. We've got like a, <laughs> we've got I'm on Reddit. We've got a... <laughs> Find me on MySpace. <laughs> There'll be. I just want to get this podcast to the point where there's like a 50-50 Reddit, like uninspiring Adelaide <laughs> and something else. Anyway, I just want to share a fun fact with you about... About the, our Coopers? The Coopers. Yeah. So, in the 2013 financial year, Coopers produced 69.7 million litres of beer. That is the funnest of facts, Daniel. I think that's a uh, great place to end the podcast. I think that's fantastic. All right. Jack. Thanks for listening, guys. I uh, hope you had a good time. I hope you had a good half hour and tune in, hopefully. We'll uh, get to it one soon. And, yeah, uh, for sure. Thank you very much. Don't be too uninspired, Adelaide. We love ya.